0: Welcome to the Divorce Coaches Academy podcast with co founders and hosts Tracy Callahan and Deborah Doak. Each week, we tackle another tough topic to help professional divorce coaches maximize client impact and cultivate thriving practices. We also want to spread the word about the expertise and value that certified divorce coaches bring to the table. At DCA, we are committed to ongoing learning and we value generosity among divorce coaching professionals. We believe that when one succeeds, we all succeed.
1: Welcome back to the Divorce Coaches Academy podcast. So Tracy and I are here this week to talk about another topic that practicing divorce coaches probably oh need to hear about. Maybe <laughs> you run across this problem. Have you ever had to fire a client or you wanted to, but you didn't know how? Maybe that's the more important question to talk about today.
0: Yeah, very much so. I think it's something that uh, when we're working with coaches and hearing coaches' stories, it's one of the things that we don't talk enough about, right? It sort of happens, uh, coaches experience it, but we really don't define it or identify it. Uh, And I think often what happens is coaches kind of over-personalize it, uh, where there needs to be a recognition that sometimes terminating a client is exactly what needs to be done, both for the client and for the coach.
1: Exactly, and it's really all part of boundary work, right? It's absolutely just like we talk about in any relationship, whether it's your doctor, your therapist, your attorney, your divorce coach. Fit is really important, um, and boundaries are important. Mm -hmm. If somebody continues to violate your boundaries, it's okay. Um, But I think we don't talk enough about how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. When is it appropriate and how to do it? And so if you feel nervous about that, it's going to be really hard and create a lot of um, emotion and angst. And yes, you might personalize it. Is there something I've done wrong, Mm -hmm. right? So how do you do that from a position of just being rooted in your own boundaries and professional strength. So um, let's start from the beginning, maybe, and talk about prevention. So what can coaches do on the front end, Tracy, to kind of set themselves up for success and making sure that they're giving themselves the best chance to -hmm. have clients that are a good fit?
0: Right. Well, I think one of the most important things um, is really understanding that the coaching uh, relationship is a relationship. You just talked about it, right? It's a partnership, right? And often the work that we do with coaches is supporting our clients in that relationship. So defining and having some clear sort of expectations and understanding of the client's role in that process as well as the coach's role in that process, right? Mutual trust, respect, respect, commitment. And often those are things that are, I believe, often missed. In when uh, deciding to work with a client, right? And Mm -hmm. and you and I speak a lot about this in terms of the importance and the significance of that initial call, right? The difference between a consultation or a discovery or a coaching session um, are really significant in being able to sort of establish a clear understanding of the services that we as coaches provide uh, so that everybody is sort of on the same page because that relationship is so important. That partnership is so important.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, you touched on a point in the class consults to clients that's in our on-demand library. I go into great detail and depth about the difference between those three kinds of calls, a mm-hmm. consult call, a discovery call, and a, what I would call a mini session. Mm-hmm. Um And I am a fan of the consult call because to me, the purpose of that initial complimentary or free chat that I'm having Mm -hmm. is not only for them to get to know me, but for me to get to know them. Mm -hmm. And so I don't do coaching during that. Mm -hmm. It is enough of their story that I can speak to them again about what would our relationship look like? What kind of things might we work on? What kind of goals might we work on together? What direction can I see us going? What services can I offer? And then it's up to them to make the decision. But I'm asking questions about their story Mm -hmm. also to ascertain, Mm -hmm. is this the kind of client that's a good fit for me? It's an interview on both sides. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. And that's the partnership piece, Mm -hmm. right? Often I think coaches sort of overlook that and I get it, right? I hear it. I understand it, especially with coaches who are out there who are, you know, really trying to build their practice. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to identify, you know, if a client reaches out, they're excited and they want to start working with that client. And then, Kind of realize after a few sessions that maybe this isn't the best fit, right? And then it, the, that again, we talked a little bit about this, but that blame—I, I'm, I'm to blame. The failures mm-hmm. on my part. I'm not uh, being successful in my my coaching style with this client. But it just might be that the client wasn't committed to the process, wasn't committed, wasn't showing up for that partnership Mm -hmm. uh, in a manner in which was sort of established. And and in addition to that sort of consult, right, that consult call that we talk about in terms of outlining this for the client, the next step is also in so much in the, the coaching agreement or the coaching contract, right? Where now you can also reiterate the information that we shared in that consult call in terms of that partnership, but what are the expectations? What is the expectation of the client's role in this relationship? Mm -hmm. What is the expectation of the coach in establishing that partnership, right? And, And making sure, I think it's extremely important that often overlooked, is that there is a termination clause in the coaching agreement that that client is signing with the coach, right? That either the the client or the coach can terminate this agreement at any time, within mm-hmm. a certain amount of weeks' notice, or, or or whatever that that time frame or expectation is for you as the coach that needs it. Because you know, when as we're specifically talking about terminating a client, um, uh, clients can choose also. To choose not to work with that coach anymore. Sure, um, sure. I know, I know, Deb, you, you might have had an experience where you sort of knew a partnership wasn't working and, and sort of set some boundaries with the client that ultimately they ended up pulling from the process.
1: And, and that's really what I was going to say is when, when you, that's what I want to talk about is let's say you are working with someone and they, Um, they, they hid their crazy in the first few sessions. And then you notice things start to be off, whatever off is for you. They are continuing to not show up at their, as their best self and harm themselves and their children. Um, they're not paying their bill. They're canceling consistently, not showing up. Um, not doing their work, whatever it is, you know, for you not keeping some agreement they made with you. And you're noticing this is starting to be a pattern. What do you do? Right. What do you do at that point? Mm -hmm. Um, So what good (laughs) boundary work and a sort of communication means is I don't just sit in my resentment and bitch to someone else about it. I need to reach out to the client and explain right? These are the concerns I'm having. Mm-hmm. I've um, Your your bill is overdue and we won't be able to meet until you bring it up to date. Mm-hmm. Um, you've had two cancellations. So until you pay the cancellation fee of $100, we won't be able to meet. Um, I've noticed the last three sessions, you haven't been doing the to-dos. We're not making any progress or despite our work together, you're continuing to Key his car, customer, whatever it is, your thing is you raise the concern and then you say, how is our work together? You know, is it, is it working for you? Mm -hmm. Is this relationship, are you getting what you want out of our coaching and kind of start to post, but you have to approach the client with that. And so I have had a couple instances of this in my career. Where I, I have to go back and say, you know, this was not our agreement. Mm-hmm. And so this is not working for me. Mm-hmm. So do we want to brainstorm a solution so that it works for both of us? How mm-hmm. does that feel?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And in one case, uh, uh, some cases, clients will say, yes, you're right. I need to get back on track. And other ones, they say, yeah, I'm not going to do that. Okay. I respect that.
0: Yeah. And I think you're highlighting two really important steps for coaches, right? First, that review of the relationship with the client. And then the second, the awareness on the coach's part, right? Identifying what the problem is, Mm -hmm. being able to communicate those issues and concerns to the client to be able to create a plan forward. Forward. Right. And mm-hmm. and it, it's a very strategic process, right? It it's not done haphazardly. It's not something that's done at the the fly at the seat of your pants kind of situation. It mm-hmm. really absolutely requires a full awareness, identification, mm-hmm. uh, review, and communication with the client. With the client. And one of the best tools to use
1: for this kind of um problem, let's call it issue that's coming up is the whole framework of nonviolent communication, Mm -hmm. which is one of the tools we teach in the divorce conflict coaching intensive. Mm -hmm. And that is you start with an objective statement about the problem, not you're always late, nothing blaming, just kind of what I outlined, right? You've Mm -hmm. missed your last two appointments. It's just an objective description of the problem that you're having. And then you identify the feelings about that and the emotions about that. This is how that makes me feel that you don't respect my time, that Mm -hmm. maybe you're not ready for coaching at this point, Mm -hmm. that another coach would serve you better, whatever that is. And then you have to make a request. Yes. You can't just lay your feelings out there. You need to make a request for something different. So this whole NVC or nonviolent communication framework Is really uh, helpful if you need to make, um, need to have a little confrontation like that. If you need to challenge a client on something in your relationship that's not working.
0: Yeah. And I think that's also very much honoring the relationship, honoring the partnership, right? Especially right. As, as we talk about in divorce coaching, right? How do our parties show up for one another? What is their, what does that language look like? What is being their best self look like? And here, right? If the coach isn't able to effectively have that conversation with the client, mm-hmm. it is almost as if the coach is falling into some of the same behavior behaviors that they were coaching the client on in the current situation, right? So absolutely. so translatable. And I think the the nonviolent communication piece is the strategy is so uh, so effective and efficient in these this process in terms of, you know, maybe maybe the relationship, maybe that coaching relationship with that client. It's not. It, it's not uh, suitable, or it's not working for the coach. It's not working for the client, and mm-hmm. I think creating that plan forward, right, is so also important. It, it might include a referral for the that client to explore some different coaches mm-hmm. that they might be able to have a, a different relationship, or they might have needs that can be met by somebody else more. Effectively. And again, that's not a failure on the coach's part. That's actually an appreciation for the work that the coach is doing, value in my in my assessment.
1: Absolutely. If I am a football player and you want to learn how to play basketball, that's not a failure on my part that I can't teach you basketball. Absolutely. Yeah. That takes nothing away from my prowess on the football field.
0: Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. it's
1: not a thing. Um, but you no, know, I think you brought up a good point too, is one of the things we do for coaches or for our clients all the time is modeling. Yep. And we can't expect our clients to learn boundaries if we don't model them. I think you and I have both talked about <clears throat> no shows. Yeah. Right. If you have an appointment with Tracy or I, we stay on the zoom or have our phone available for 10 minutes. Yep. And at the end of the 10 minutes, I move on to something else. And if you show up exasperated at 20 after and text me and say, ah, I'm sorry, I've moved on. I'm yes. probably on the phone with someone else now.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I have yes. other work to do. <laughs> like, yeah. and that's that is a boundary that we have and we are allowed to. Yes.
0: And right? and, and and it it is often a tool, right? An accountability. Mm-hmm piece again how right. clients showing up in their yes. coaching sessions is often how they're showing up for themselves right so in addition to sort of this boundary work and in in the parallels are just yes. sometimes quite quite astounding they are astounding
1: <laughs> but we are we are teaching that yeah when yeah. i don't have boundaries I can't be teaching my clients' boundaries. When I can't have a really healthy um, conversation about something that's bothering me in our coaching relationship, how can I expect to be teaching you how to have a healthy conversation with your co-parent about something that's bothering them? Mm-hmm. So I think you talked last a uh, couple weeks ago with Andrea Hibbs about mm-hmm. we can only help our clients as far as we have grown. Yes. Right. So, you know, so. again, I think it comes back to this, the, the consult call, the initial conversation with the client. Yes. It's a sales call. Yes. It's an intentional sales call.
0: Mm-hmm. Your
1: goal is to close that business at the end of the call, mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. but
1: only if it's a good fit.
0: Absolutely. If because
1: the- if it's not a good fit, I don't care if you ran their credit card number, it is not going to be worth the price to you Absolutely. over the next couple months.
0: Absolutely. So- and, and yeah, that selectivity, right? And it's okay to be selective um, by, by nature with uh, the million of things that I do, <laughs> I have you do a ton of stuff. I, as a mediator and a practicing certified divorce coach and my work at Divorce Coaches Academy and the Split Society, I only take uh, carry 10 coaching clients at a time. Mm-hmm. Right? And that sort of changes depending on where my clients are coming in and out of the process. So I am highly selective of the clients that I work with uh, as I'm doing discovery calls. Now, other practices might be very different, right? The, their case components can be much higher. And I'm not saying you know one is better than the other, but I think that concept, that you're learning about the clients in mm-hmm. that console call and sharing information about what you do. And then also being able to make an assessment to say whether this is something that's going to work for you, where for you're both interested. of us. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely.
1: And the the final point I want to put on this about why this fit, why making sure you and this client will vibe well together, kind of Uh, defining that relationship up front and doing a good job in that consult call of vetting them. If it's not a good fit, if you end up having trouble, if you're kind of out of sync, that client isn't going to be as satisfied, Mm
0: -hmm. which means
1: they're not going to be part of your referral network.
0: Right. Which is so, so valuable.
1: If you do a better job of finding clients that are a good fit, they will become raving fans which means they are going to funnel business to you.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, right. it's great, great stuff. And I know I, I just want to kind of part as we wrap our our, our time together today. I get it. It's hard, right? <laughs> as, 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 I, I mean, it's an yep. it's an awkward situation for a lot of people sometimes, this concept of terminating a client. Yeah. Um but I think taking that pause and reflecting on what you do as a coach, valuing the work that you do, valuing the work that you bring to your clients, mm-hmm. and honoring that. Yeah, in that gratitude practice, I think it'll it'll support you in making a decision that you're this isn't bad. It wasn't a failure. Your client's not a failure. You're not a failure. That it's just not a relationship, a partnership that's bringing value to either party at this point.
1: To either party. And if you use the NVC process and present it to them and make a request, Mm -hmm. you may find that what you're doing is helping them self-discover that it's not right for them. So when we jokingly say fire a client, Mm -hmm. ultimately what you're really helping, you're helping them self-discover that the relationship isn't working for them and they will make the decision. You really won't fire them. They will say, you know what, I've determined that yeah. I think I would like a referral to someone else. So that's the the end goal is, again, to help your client self discover the decision they want to make.
0: Right. Which is just echoing what an amazing coach you are.
1: Oh, you're right? the sweetest.
0: <laughs> Excellent. Thanks so Mutual much. Mutual
1: admiration I society.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everyone.
1: All right. Thanks. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks for joining us for the Divorce Coaches Academy podcast. If you enjoyed today's show, please give us a rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting app. It helps other divorce professionals find us and add to the conversation. And don't forget to follow us on social media to be the first to know when we add new classes and events. We'll be back next week with another topic to help you maximize client impact, create a thriving business, and promote the value of professional divorce coaching.